I'm gonna invite my, uh, my friend Colby and his dad up for just a few moments um, before we get into uh, the word for today. Um, you know Colby's like my twin brother. And this is our dad. And uh, Pastor Colbert is, uh, pastors multiple churches in Haiti. And, uh, and so I'm gonna let him just kind of share a little bit Bonjour, l'Église. Bonjour, l'Église. Good morning. Nous yeah. Speak English, Colby. Oh, non, English, non. sorry. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Say that again, Dad. Nous saluons tous Greetings to all of you guys in Jesus' name. Moi, content, l'aime nous. I'm so excited to be here among you. Et normalement, capable de faire malgré différentes couleurs, différentes races. And you are all brothers and sisters, despite the you know different races, different nationality. But we are all brothers and sisters. Bon Dieu fait de nous une seule famille. God has made us one big family. Et moi quand aussi et petit garçon moi Colby et Samuel moi trouvé que on est une bonne famille. And I'm happy to see my son Colby and my son Sam joining such a wonderful family. Et moi remercie et moi remercie Pasteur Marc et Pasteur Bull. Thank you Pastor Mark, thank you Pastor Brock and thank you to all of you for having us. Et qui bon nous possibilité ça pour nous faire un petit parler de Haïti dans moment. And thank you for this opportunity to talk about Haiti uh, during this time. Et vraiment problème qu'a traversé Haïti ça bouleverse ma pile pendant ici moi entendre nouvelle là ça fait triste en pile. I've been very overwhelmed over the past few days just hearing about what's going on in Haiti. Malgré nous connaît monde là, li bouleversé c'est vrai, mais pays d'Haïti sont l'autre cas. We know the world is in chaos uh, right now, but uh, the situation in Haiti is particularly unique in that way. Parfois c'est problème politique qui a bouleversé pays. There's a lot of political chaos in Haiti. Gay en pile insécurité. And there had been a lot going on leading up to the assassination of our president just about a month ago. And there's a lot of areas in Haiti that you can even access due to the uh, safety issues. Et moment ça pendant la paléagon gros bouleverse en Haïti par un tremblement de terre qui fait frapper. And we all know about the earthquake that hit uh, just yesterday. Vraiment moi en tant qu'un serviteur de Dieu, un leader, ça a bouleversé ma pile, bloqué sous dans yeux moi pendant moi a étiré monde en bas des combles. And as a leader, as a pastor, I couldn't stop uh, tearing up yesterday just watching those videos about people being pulled out uh, out of the rubble. Et ça fait triste en pile, ça fait triste, et ça te fait, après nous finir parler, pour aller prier pour Haïti et de prier pour Haïti. It's really saddening, really, really overwhelming. So I encourage you guys to join me in prayer as we pray for Haiti right now. Moi, je parlé avec famille, la ville qui est touchée, c'est Sud, c'est Okai, Jérémy et Nip. And you know, the areas that have been uh, really hit by the earthquake or 
you know, the southern area, Jeremy, Okai. Um, oui, il y a un pile building qui est tombé, et il y a un quatre étages qui est tombé net en fond. And there's been a lot of damage. Um, Déjà, il y a un pile, et il y a un pile pète au point de vue vie humaine. A lot of loss from a human perspective. Et bon sénateur et qui t'a vraiment et utile zone okay qui mourit ou dans hôtel en ville. And one of the senators that we really uh, appreciated actually passed away in the earthquake. He was doing a lot of good work in the Lekai area. He was in his hotel and uh, was killed in the earthquake as well. Et que l'église tout qui qui était un service dans moment tellement et puis écrasé tombé sous. And some churches were holding services and those Buildings actually collapsed and killed numerous people. It's just been one thing after another, and we know that Haiti is not in a position right now to respond to what's going on. And I was able to speak with many of my church members in Port-au-Prince and in Decouze. Uh, a lot of them have had family members that have been affected by the earthquake. I have some family members who have some church members who have family members in Jeremy and Okai whose houses have collapsed. And many of them we have not heard from. Uh, we don't know uh, what's going on with them. And it's overwhelming because we have not heard you know, from those people. So I'll continue to do my best in terms of trying to get in contact with, uh, with those friends and family. And I have one of the family, one of the church members who actually went to uh, that, the southern part of Haiti. She went uh, to probably visit some friends of hers and she was actually injured in the earthquake. But thankfully, she's, uh, she's, uh, she didn't pass away, uh, but she's badly injured. And like I said, I pray that you join us to continue to pray for Haiti. Because it's a lot of work for us as leaders in Haiti. It's very catastrophic. But we know that we serve a great God. He can do it all. God will deliver Haiti. I truly believe that. D'accord. Et vraiment, nous parlons prier pour le pays. Mais après, nous va parler de grandes bon Dieu plus sur l'autre, même à travers le message. And let's pray for Haiti, uh, but I hope to be back and talk about what God has done because we serve a great God. D'accord. Nous allons prier les Seigneurs avec moi pour Haïti qui vraiment en difficulté. Seigneur, nous vous merci pour grâce. Father, we thank you for your grace. We thank you for your love and mercy. We pray that your will be done in this moment. Father, we present Haiti to you today who's going through a tough time. There's been a lot going on in this country. 
Mais nous connaissons solution, Seigneur, c'est dans mes liens. Father, we know that you hold the solution. Ou capable agir pour Haïti dans moment. We pray that you act for Haiti in the in this moment. Agir pour appeler le monde qui gagne de l'eau dans ce. We pray that you act in comfort for those who are mourning right now. Agir, Seigneur, pour appeler le monde qui sans abri qu'on y a. We pray for those who have become homeless at this time. Et gagne appeler qui dans la rue qu'on y a. A lot of them are in the streets now. Les difficiles pour y manger. It's hard to think about when Le, they're thinking about when they're, where their next meal is going to come from. It's hard to find water to drink. Because of what's going on politically as well. Our politicians obviously didn't see this coming. And many of the Haitian people are in the streets right now. No leaders, nothing. Father, we know that you can comfort them at this time. We lift our eyes on the mountains. You will deliver us, Father God. Deliverance et, comes from you. It comes from you. You created the heavens and the earth. Seigneur, nous fait tout Father, we know that you can do it. Tant prie, Haïti. We pray that you deliver the country of Haiti. Tant prie, qui dans ce monde. We pray that you wipe the tears of our brothers and sisters' eyes. Ou même qui te fait manger, tomber dans des you, Father God, you fed the people of Israel in the desert. And the country of Haiti is suffering just like the people of Israel when they were in the desert. But we believe, Father God, that you can make a way for Haiti. So that the country may find a solution. We count on you, Father. And we pray all those things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Merci. Thank you so much. Thank you, Pastor. We're going to... Um Be in the book of Joel, the second chapter. We're going to start in the same verse that Brock preached last week because I didn't think he did a very good job. And so I'm going to preach it again. Hey, if you're a kid, you want to go to Kids Rock? Are you in here? There are a couple. There we go. Okay. I wasn't catching that one at all. So, smooth. That's what I am, Bobby. Smooth. Joel chapter 2, verses 12 through 19 is where we're going to be. We're continuing a series called The Comeback. And uh, two weeks ago, I, I, I preached out of Joel chapter 1, just talking about the fact that Israel found itself in a place, kind of like Haiti does right now, where uh, wave after wave after wave of destruction, had, had destroyed everything, okay? Um, and it seemed like the home team was losing, but there was a comeback on its way. Um, last week, Brock preached very well, by the way, 
um, Joel 2, 12 through 14, which say this, Yet even now declares the Lord, Return to me with all your heart, with fasting, with weeping, and with mourning, and rend your hearts, not your garments. Return to the Lord your God. And, I mean, the, the point of that whole thing is that outward appearances don't change inward realities. Do we understand that to be true? It's like Jesus said, the Pharisees would clean the outside of the cup. But the inside of the cup was, was rotten. And this is, what, this is the message of Joel. Repent on the inside, not just the outside. Um, preached it very eloquently. Said all the right words. Um, doing it on the inside is up to you and me. Are we, gonna, are we actually going to repent or just have outward signs of it? The world desperately needs right now a church that's repentant. A church that repents because repenting leads to relenting. Repenting means to God relenting. Let's see what the word says right here. Starting Let's just start from the beginning again. Yet even now declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting, with weeping, mourning, rend your hearts not your garments. Guys, let me say this. We'd all like to skip that part. Right? We would all like to skip the weeping and the mourning, but without that, there is no repenting. Rend your hearts, not your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for He is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. And He relents over disaster. The things that happened yesterday will continue to happen till the end of time. Do you know this to be true? It's not my opinion. In the Bible, it says that there will be these things happening. Earthquakes. Disasters. Famines. Hurting. And all these are like the beginnings of birth pains. And you know what the birth is? The coming of the kingdom. Jesus coming back. Um, there's a bigger picture. When I think about Haiti, and I hear about Pastor Colbert praying for the deliverance of Haiti, you know what's going to deliver Haiti? Jesus Christ coming back. That's what's going to deliver all of us. It's the only hope we have because God is gracious, merciful, slow to anger, abounding in steadfast love. Verse 14, it says, Who knows whether or not He will turn and relent and leave a blessing behind Him. Keep praying for the miracle. Keep in your life Keep praying for the, the thing you've given up on. Keep praying. Who knows? He can turn it around. And He just might do it. In the end, we know He will. It's just the individual circumstances we have no control over. Who knows whether or not He will turn and relent and leave a blessing behind Him, a grain offering and a drink offering for the Lord your God. Verse 15 um, through 17, 
It's where we're going to spend the rest of our time. And this might get a little weird, okay? You should be used to it by now. You know, a lot of times we read things in the Bible and we think they're figurative, but we don't do them. Like, we sing a lot of songs about bowing our knee, but how many of you bow your knee? You understand what I'm saying? I mean, there are things in the Bible that maybe we should take more literally. And this is, this is one of them. My friend Andy Coleman's going to come out now. Because verse 15 says, Blow the trumpet in Zion. Consecrate a fast and call a solemn assembly. Before he blows the horn. When's the last time you consecrated yourself? Do, you, do we even know what it means? The word consecrate means to set apart for a holy purpose. When is the last time you, in your personal life, consecrated yourself, set yourself apart from the world, decided, no, the world's not going to coexist with me, not for this time. We're gonna, this is going to be for God. In times of destruction, like we're in today, the Bible says, blow a trumpet in Zion. Consecrate a fast. Call a solemn assembly. It goes on to say, it's not just the elders. Gather the elders, the people. Consecrate the congregation. Gather the children, even nursing infants. Baby Cole's involved in this. He's called to this too. Every one of us is called to consecrate ourselves. If we expect things to relent. If we really want to repent. And so I'm going to ask somebody to get the lights down. I'm going to ask my brother uh, Andy to blow this horn. And I'm calling a holy assembly. The elders are going to get together in the next day or so. And kind of put out some parameters to what we're actually calling you to. But this morning, I think the best we can do is just come to the altar and pray. Can we do that? Can we blow this horn? Can we recognize that change needs to happen on the inside, not the outside? Our nation needs it. The world needs it. Your soul needs it. Let's consecrate ourselves before the Lord. Can we do that? Andy, go ahead. ask our elders who are here to lead the way to the altar and let's, uh, let's pray together. Father, I pray for every person in this room that they would rend their hearts. That they might repent that you, could, you would relent. 
you would take the hurt that people are carrying and show them some hope.
want you to hear how this passage ends. Between the porch and the altar, let the priests, the ministers of the Lord, weep and say, Spare your people, O Lord. Make not your heritage a reproach, a byword among the nations. Why should they say among the peoples, Where is their God? People should not be asking where our God is. Then the Lord became jealous for his land. He had pity on his people. The Lord answered and said to his people, Behold, I am sending you grain, wine, and oil. You will be satisfied. I will no, I will no more make you a reproach among the nations. Guys, there's a comeback coming. Do you want to be a part of it? Or do you just want to watch it from the sidelines? This story ends well. But we got to go through the weeping and the mourning and the lamenting and carrying one another to burdens to get to the other side of it. I don't like it. I like jokes. I like sarcasm. I used to like pizza. There are a lot of things that I love. These things are just part of the job of sanctification. My invitation to you and our elders' invitation to you as our church is to join us in this. Be a part of it. Take a look in the mirror. Don't be content to just look at the outside of the cup. Because I've known a lot of you for a, a long time. I know what the outsides of the cups look like. But how's your soul? Yesterday was one of the toughest days on my soul that I've had in a long time. I made 88 phone calls or took phone calls to or from Haiti or about Haiti all day. One of my best friends in the world, Hippolyte, a lot of you know him, was on his way to Les Anglais when the earthquake happened. In a, in a taxi because he was scared to drive his own truck and the waters started receding because they thought there was going to be a tsunami. And for whatever reason, God let me get through to Hippoli and say, get off that road. Head for the mountains. He texted me this morning and said, his family's home safe. There's a comeback coming. You going to be a part of it? Please? Your family needs it. Your children need it. Just give up on trying to fight against what God's wanting to do in your life. Because joy is just on the other side of surrender. I'm just going to ask Cody to lead us in worship. Then we'll be done.